It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quick time on your Friday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith coming to you live this afternoon from Parkside Kia in West Knoxville. Getting ready for a big 5 o'clock hour here. We start with the Top 5 at 5. Tucker Harlan, hit me. Thank you, Russell. At number one, Tennessee's center Cooper Mays has announced he will return for a fifth season for the Vols in 2024. He missed the first four games of the 2023 season after undergoing a hernia surgery. Big Coop, back at center. Back in the saddle again. Yeah, man. Love it. It's put me in a fantastic mood. Yeah, kind of saw this coming for a while now, and uh, that's a, a huge pickup. Great to go ahead and have that official. I guess we're just waiting on big Sprags now, and that'll be all four of them, Mincy, Campbell, Sprags, and Coop. Let's go, we Sprags. Find a left guard. We'll be good to go. At number two, Tennessee running back Jalen Wright has declared for the NFL draft and will not play in the Citrus Bowl. He rushed for over 1,000 yards this season. Uh, Wright's yardage is the most by a Tennessee running back since Jalen Hurd did it back in 2015. Joins a long list of really good players from North Carolina. That he does. Carl Pickens, Jay Graham. Yep, Leonard Little. Oh, I can't believe Heath Schuler. Got to get in that Tar Heel state more often. I saw Heath the other night at the uh, Georgia Southern game from a distance. Nice. Who do we, we have any other uh, Tar Heel dudes on this team? Trying to think. Can't think of a lot of good ones. Well, Hendon Hooker's a Tar Heel. Yeah. I was, I was thinking on the on the roster right now. To, uh, oh, uh, Leacock? Yeah. It's from there. Hopefully he... Get, gets it together, yeah, and gets more reps. makes an impact. At number three, former Tennessee defensive back Danico Slaughter has committed to Arkansas. Slaughter had 32 tackles and a pass defended in 2023 for the Vols, and Tennessee faces Arkansas the first weekend of October in 2024 well, in Fayetteville. I hope he has 11 really good games for them next season. The, that game not being one of them, yes. of course. Yes, I hope he has 11 really good games and one really bad game. <laughs> wonder what position I wonder if he'll play safety, safety or corner or there. nickel or whatever they want to do with him hmm. at number 4 number 12 Tennessee takes on NC State tomorrow night in San Antonio as part of the Hall of Fame Classic tip off is at 10pm Kevin Fitzgerald, Carolyn Peck have the call yes they will be using the Spalding basketballs which is what they used for the infamous Texas Tech game in Madison Square Garden two years ago and the low-scoring game against Maryland last year. Players hate playing with this basketball. Oh, yeah. Different size. It's too slick to grip onto to shoot. So Why can yeah. they not do something, Tucker, to – I get that it, the slickness of it, and I've never heard it was a different size. That seems like – Going back to Russell's thing, like there should be a Dude, uniform wait, it's size. A different size. I thought it was a different size. Oh, I, there's, there's no we'll way. Have to double check on that. I, I thought surely the the size was standard. Because it's something like is it 29 inches? I think in, yeah, in diameter. Yeah, 29 and a half is what it's supposed to be for a men's ball. And what is, is this? 
It probably still is 29 and a half. It's just different. Uh, the, the, the dimensions on it are I mean, weird. L- let's go ahead and play on those rims like at the county fair when they got the guys like, oh, step right up. I bet you can't make one of these. And there you're shooting into that oval yeah. thing. I mean, what are we doing? And finally, at number five, plus-size travelers can get up to two extra seats, meaning an entire row to themselves for free with Southwest Airlines. And TikTok videos are going viral over it. Wait, cool. I say what now? What are you doing you, this to us on me. a Friday while you guys are on remote? Really? You're going to take us here? Go ahead and repeat it so you can hear what you just said. Plus-size travelers can get up to two extra seats, meaning an entire row to themselves for free with Southwest Airlines now. Hmm for free i mean it's good that if if you need two seats you should get two seats but this also means you can kick other people off the plane in order to do so no no well you got to buy the seat beforehand well see they buy the seat but then they're refunded for the extra seat so you only have to pay for one seat is what southwest is saying here it seems like a really bad business plan for Southwest. Otherwise, they're going to be just flying around with half-empty planes with two-seaters in them. What happened to this country? What are we doing? I have no idea, man. No clue. It's something <laughs> else, though, isn't it? An entire row, huh? Three three seats? So this, this one lady says, if anyone tries to sit in it, I kindly let them know I have two seats booked. To be honest... I almost never get approached because no one wants to sit in the middle <laughs> seat next to a fat person on the plane. At least, at least the gal's being honest. You don't. It is an honest Friday. Yeah. She refers herself <laughs> as a fat solo traveler. I fe- I, I would upgrade. I would now. pay the cash and just upgrade to first class before I'd ha- be forced into that. Like some six-hour flight. Ugh tough out there man tough out there all right thank you tucker that is the top five at five brought to you by parkside kia where we broadcast live from this afternoon come on out see us man they have the the new ev9 this is the first kia uh all electric three row suv and this thing is a beast man this is a nice-looking car. I've been staring at it all day. I might be in love again here, Bear. Tucker's going to have to... You're cheating on the Sereno uh, now. He's going to have to haul me out of here, man. We got uh, double, I love some bucket seats, the the uh, four seats, the captain's chairs, the buckets in the back, and then you got a full third row back here. All electric. Electric Avenue. It's a fine piece of machinery. And they got them all over here. The Sportage, the Sorrento, the Telluride, the Soul, the Forte, the Carnival, Kia. What a wonderful facility they have out here. The Parkside Palace, as they call it. 9929 Parkside Drive. Come on out and check it out here in West Knoxville this afternoon. Let's go back to the phones. Tennessee truth teller Trey is next. What's up, Trey? What's up, guys? How's it going? Uh, good, good, man. Excited for this weekend. Excited for this uh, NC State game. Uh, now that you told me, what, what's the over-under for that game? They usually release those like the day of the game or 24 hours out. So I, I've not seen it, but we're kind of waiting on that and wondering if the under might be a safe bet. That's what I'm thinking, man. After we've seen uh, we've, we've, we've seen what happens when we touch those balls, I mean, it just 
it doesn't go well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I put a hammer that under, so uh, the goal depending on what it is. But um, did uh, did Jamie take the bet? We haven't heard from Kronos yet. Throw, uh, throw we, down the bet. Throw, throw down the challenge here. Jamie's listening, and go, go ahead and pretend like you're you're speaking directly to him right now, Trey. Jamie, I challenge you, Kronos, that if Tennessee makes it out of the uh, doesn't make it out of the first weekend, I will tattoo an image of Bruce Pearl on my buttocks. But if buttocks. if Tennessee makes it to the Final Four. You, sir, will get the deacon embroidered on your posterior for you to cherish for the rest of your life. Do you accept these terms? Are you man or are you not? Let me know. There you have it, folks. The gauntlet has been thrown down this afternoon. Tennessee truth teller Trey. Jamie, are you ready? Your man or a mouse. Rick Barnes would never make a Final Four. You say it's never going to happen. Pojo wouldn't take it. Pojo showed his true colors. Bark, 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 bark. What do you think, Jamie? Are you chicken or are you a man? And I'm getting the worst of this bet, guys. There's no, no you know, if, ends, or buts. The only real winners here are, you know, you clowns who will get the, the ratings boost from, you know, your collars being tattooed for, for your entertainment. But, hey, I love you guys. I'm happy. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to bear that cross for the show. But, hey. With that said, and off of basketball, is Joe Milton playing in the senior or the uh, uh, Citrus Bowl? As far as we know, yes. Tucker, do you have any inside info? I any have seen nothing new about Joe Milton. So, so, guys, you let him leave early, right, to go smooth the other press people. At these games, what, what are you doing there, Tucker? That's a good question, Tucker. What was the question again? Like, what are you doing besides enjoying the free food when you go to these these the games that you quote unquote cover, and you're not getting these morsels of of, of you know nuggets that we need? Like, whether Joe Milton's going to play in the Citrus Bowl or not? What what are you doing? What's the point of you going? I go. That's I, a good I, question. I listen to everything that is said in the media availability, and if I hear anything, I will tell it to you. The media availability is recorded and covered by several other people. You can watch the game like the rest That's of us. Good point, Tucker. What are you there for? Yeah. What are you there for if it's not? What, what, the, what are you getting that we can't get? Hmm. Kind of makes you think, doesn't it, Bear? It does. It does. Uh, Things I I haven't wanted to think about, but we're going to have to take a hard look at over the holidays, apparently. I mean, the only only reason he's got to be there is to get some inside info. By the way, just I want to give you guys this one for free, Tucker, you especially, since you want to, you know, get into this business. If any of you could uh, get in good with somebody at uh, Signature Air, you would get all kinds of little little nuggets and morsels that you could uh, you could uh, drive content off of. Signature what? It's one of the private Signature. jet companies. Like if we need to know something, we'll put up the the signal, and uh, for the next week or so, you know, I, it it means nothing to Fan Run to send somebody out to tack air. 
They rebranded. Oh, I thought, That's I thought you were saying like uh, signature hair. I was like, what, is that where Nick Saban goes to get his hair dyed before a big game? No, signature air, Russ. That's what it used to be called tack air. It's signature air now. If you if you can get in with like the front, you know, the receptionist there, they could give you just every every morsel of, of information you wanted. So that's your that's your, your tip for the, the week. But Tucker, right. do your job. Find find the stuff out, man. Come on. Come yeah, on. Man, what go, are we paying you for? And, Love you guys. Go out there and uh, seduce the receptionist at signature air. Thank you, Trey. We appreciate it. Did you see Tucker going out there? Well, hello. Hey, darling. People you tell me say I look I like you Philip out throw Fulmer. A couple burgers down your throat. Westchester is next. Good afternoon, Westchester. Gentlemen. Yeah. That's this for the rest of us. It's time for the uh, airing of grievances on what could possibly be the last show of uh, – of the drive. We'll see what happens come Monday. Guys, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Nate Hodges called uh, three and pout this morning and uh, told the rest of the story uh, publicly for the first time, as far as, as, far as I know, is about the uh, the infamous red button. Um, for those that don't know, now that it's been released on the morning show, so, you know, 12 people heard it, uh, I'll let another, you know, another different 12 people here, or I guess, what, 25 to get to 37, so 25 people. Um, Goodness, Westchester, you are drowning right now. Yeah. Bear, can you throw him up? <laughs> right, no, right, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I've got a hook that I've I'm got polished up. Right, Come me, on, man. Let me. So not only did uh, <laughs> did Nate get interrupted on his date night with his wife well, that's right, that night was. Yeah. and had to come down to the stadium, Houston had to come down there as well because Nate didn't have his keys with them. So hey, hey look, here's uh, here's I'll stop you right there, Westchester. I will speak for us. I give zero. I have zero care about inconveniencing Houston Crest. Okay, let's get that straight right off the top. I'll second that. All right. <laughs> I had forgotten. Yeah, it. I'd forgotten all about that. It was date night for the for the Hodges, wasn't it? Yeah. No. With that out of the way. Sorry about on, that, guys. Mrs. H. <laughs> the uh, the bowl game is the I, I entered the I got my picks in for the the bowl pick'em contest this morning, and it was it's always a challenge. You never know who's going to play. Bowl games are not anywhere near what they used to be, and I don't want to get up on the porch. That's y'all's thing, but I I do miss I do miss uh with both the players playing and you know this whole opt out thing. Do you think they'll ever tie NIL to you know, you know playing in the bowl, in the bowl game and playing in X amount of games a year? And do you think what well, I mean? That's the only opportunity that I see to make these players play. Do you think it'll ever happen? I mean. Uh... I feel like we've talked about this the past couple of years, and I can't remember what the exact answer is, but I would imagine that this is, you know, contract stuff. Like, it, you, you get this money for doing this, and if you play in the bowl game, you get this. And you know, Remember, the NIL is not tied to per game. It's, it's You get it for going to do an autograph signing or going to an event or – something like that you're selling your your autographs or jerseys or something you don't get it for playing in the game that's still technically illegal ah i did not know that 
that, even though we all know that, what this is. So yeah, is that, that, is that I, pretty I don't much know nationwide, you, or is that a Tennessee thing? I'm sorry. Is that nationwide, or is that a Tennessee thing? No, I mean that's, that, that, yeah, that's the NCAA rule. Is it, there's no pay for play? You can profit on your name, image, and likeness, but the schools or you know boosters paying a player to score a touchdown or even just suit up in a game or go to a school is technically illegal, even though that's exactly what is happening. You just have to do this little kabuki dance to get around it where you say, oh, no, we're, we're paying him for these. You know, he's going to this event and this meet and greet with the fans and he's signing these autographs and stuff like that. That's what we're paying him for. It's not true, but that's what you have to. Right, right. Yeah, we're paying, we're paying $8 million to allegedly to – a player to sign autographs. That makes a sense. lot of autographs. Nico. I mean, I, I yeah. worry about Nico's wrist, you know, bear a little carpal tunnel with all the autographs, <laughs> $8 million worth of autographs. It's I mean, a lot of, it's a lot of signing. Be... Yeah. <laughs> guys, I'll keep it short. Um, I just, I hope nothing happens to drive. You guys have, uh, finally got this dialed into a, a great combination. Uh, do miss, do miss me some Marcus on the drive, but that's, you know, that's what three and out does. They, they like to steal talent. So, um, and I guess I don't know. I guess uh, John and Cody stole him. But anyway, uh, love you guys. Love the show. Hope is hope is still here on Monday. And uh, happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All happy holidays. All that crap. Love you Thank guys. Thank you, Thanks. Westchester. Unless there's a big surprise. And this is radio. I once showed up to the station, and they had changed the locks, and they were playing Spanish music. So, was, you know, this is the industry that we've chosen. But uh, unless there's a big surprise, the drive is 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 coming back. As far as I know. We're, we're fine. And as far as I know, there will be a new morning show. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll have. Drive we'll have ain't going nowhere. Drive's going nowhere. I mean, if, if, they, if they say, if new management showed up and, like, he had, you know, changed the, the locks on us and said, hey, no more drive. Sorry, fellas. I will be on the back porch with a bullhorn at Stately Smith Manor if anybody wants to come by and listen. You can't shut me up, Tucker Harlan. You can't silence me. Be playing music through a boombox for him? No, I'll just be I'll just be talking about sports. Well, looks like we got the dingle kid. Neighbors be sticking their head over. Well, shut up! <laughs> Stay with us, Mark Nagy. Uh, coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Back with more after this. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Russell, Bear, and Tucker back with you on this beautiful Friday, we call it evening now? Yeah. Edition Sunsetting. of the drive. I don't like it when it's dark when we get off the air. Yeah, that sucks. I don't like it. But that's the world, at least for another month or so. Believe then, me, it's even worse in Central Time. Oh, yeah. yeah it gets dark here at 4.30 now. That's good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you're driving into the teeth of that tonight. Safe travels, my friend. Well, thank you. Folks, be sure to sign up for our Bull Picks contest. This is your final warning from me, ladies and gentlemen. 
Fan Run Bowl Picks Contest presented by Crown Cleaners. The links are pinned to our Facebook and Twitter feeds. Just look for Fox Sports Knoxville, click the link, make your picks, and you will be registered to win fabulous gifts and prizes. The first bowl game kicks off tomorrow. Georgia Southern and Ohio. Yes. Got it. Myrtle Beach Bowl. Myrtle Beach Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, which, uh, interestingly enough, is played in Myrtle Beach. And that kicks off at 11 a.m. promptly tomorrow. So uh, be sure to get your picks in, get registered for that, and you could win gift cards from Crown Cleaners, the Pizza Kitchen, Alumni Hall, and free fan-run radio gear. Just in time for the holidays, ladies and gentlemen, the annual Fan Run Bull Picks Contest presented by Crown Cleaners, providing imperial dry cleaning service to all of Big Orange Country since the 1960s. And we're pleased to be joined now by our friend Mark Nagy from TDOT. Of course, he's an award-winning author, former WATE Channel 6 TV personality radio host, podcast guy, high school football play-by-play man. He does it all, ladies and gentlemen. Mark, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Russell, I'm doing terrific. Happy holidays to you and yours. How are you? Uh, Very good, man. Happy holidays right back at you. I hope you are able to spend some time with the kids and little holiday uh, tradition. I know you're a big movie guy. Do you have any favorite must-watch Christmas? Do you go through all the classic Christmas movies, or do you only hit a few? I, you know, I go through the, the typical ones. Um, uh, Point Break, Roadhouse, you know, that kind of thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, can we can we have the Is Die Hard a Christmas movie discussion? Has that been overplayed? I still don't understand the philosophy of folks who say it's not. It's not. Uh, but, you know, it's a, it's a free country. People can say whatever they want. Um, you can be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, people can be wrong. Um, but also, and It's a Wonderful Life. You know, if you if you watch the end of It's a Wonderful Life and you don't tear up a little bit, you probably have no soul. Um, so th- those are those are probably two of my favorite. And, and obviously, um, you know, Christmas Vacation is is one of the all time greats. So uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is the time of year to watch that stuff and and you know get you in the mood. Got to play all the hits, Mark, as we get ready for it. Um, do you have a favorite family Christmas tradition that? simply must be engaged in for a quality Christmas time? Not as much. Um, you know, the you know the typical stuff, we, you know, right around, right after Thanksgiving is typically when we put the, the tree up and put all the ornaments up and, uh, you know, and then the, the wonderful tr- Christmas tradition of putting up the lights and getting extremely frustrated because you bought them brand new right after Christmas on sale and then you put them up and they're not working. Uh, you know, that seems to be a, a Christmas a Christmas tradition for us as well. What about you guys? Do you have any any special uh, December twenty fifth uh, ish tradition? My wife and kids really like the looking at at the Christmas lights, and you know, there's the neighborhoods and the houses that do it upright, so we know all the places to go, and so we'll get in and you know get bundled up and put on the Christmas music uh, station and and drive around and sit in traffic and look at lights. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. We used to do the um, uh, over at, at Smoky Stadium when they would have the lights out there. We did that. We've done that a few times. Um, I, I, for whatever reason, I don't think they do that as much anymore. Um, you know, we haven't been up to Bristol. I know that folks go there and, and enjoy those light shows. Um, so, 
and then we we look at some neighbors and see that they've gone all out, and you just you consider yourself a slacker when you see everything that they've done. Yeah, I was wondering when you move into the Christmas neighborhood where everybody does it, are they legally required to disclose that? Because I always think like there, there's this one neighborhood in West Knoxville where literally every house is all lit up, and I just wonder like there's going to be some guy who moves in in July one year, and then. Like he sees the post in the neighborhood Facebook group or uh, the nosy lady in the neighborhood comes around knocking on the door. It's like, all right, we're putting all our stuff out uh, uh, the day after Halloween this year. And you're like, what? I don't know. I signed up for this. I'm going to put that on the the folks who move into the neighborhood. You've got to do your due diligence. You know, you would, you know, not want to, you know, move into a house that's got dry rot. So the same thing, you don't want to move into a neighborhood if you're a big Christmas person and, uh, they nobody does anything, or vice versa. You're not really big on Christmas things, and you know you you look around and everybody's got the lights up like uh, like Clark Griswold. You you need to know those things. I mean, the the house is the biggest investment financially you ever make, so you you've got to make sure that that the neighborhood's gonna you know go go along with you. You got to have enough pieces of flair out there. That's what I always say. There you go. It's critical. Mark Nagy with us this afternoon on the program mark what do you like of the what do you make of this college football world that we've created for ourselves where you play your season and yeah you've got this new nil thing it's a little bit weird but then like the week after the playoffs the portal open and all hell breaks loose players can go wherever they want they're asking for money they're getting paid the coaches could go wherever they want and nobody has any clue who's going to be on anybody's team next year uh, I mean, in no way is this a surprise, though. I, I mean, the college football, as great as the sport is, they just continually find ways to try to, to screw it up. I don't think there's anything wrong with players being able to look elsewhere and transfer, but it, it can't be the way that it is right now. I had, I had a, a friend of a friend who was talking about um, one of the players on Tennessee's team, who he knows, and he said that, the Tennessee player said, I don't know what we're going to do for a bowl game since everybody's in the portal. And it isn't just Tennessee. I mean, everybody is, is popping out there looking around. Um, the, you know, the, the folks that are clutching at their pearls at this new, um, you know, new world of college football that we live in, it, this, this, this shouldn't be a surprise at all. I mean, they, they had decades to try to figure this out. Uh, never could. Everybody had their own self-interest at heart and never thinking about the student-athlete or rarely thinking about the student-athlete. And now it's the student-athletes that, that have the power. And I don't know any way to, you know, put that toothpaste back in the tube. Um, you know, I'm a traditionalist. I'm not a, a huge fan of it. I, I think the players should be able to transfer if they want because that's what coaches can do. You know, if you want to keep players from transferring, well, then make sure that coaches, well, you've got your four-year contract. You have to stay here for at least four years if that's what you're going to make the players do. So, uh, you know, I, I sadly, I have no real confidence that it's going to be fixed in a way that's going to be, advent- uh, you know, advantageous to most people. I, I think it's going to just continually be a mess for, for the foreseeable future. Hey, Mark, we had a uh, – we played a clip from – uh, Jim Nagy, your uncle, who's the executive director of the uh, Senior Bowl. And he was talking okay. about Joe Milton. And he said, hey, um, this guy is not going to fall down the draft. He said, this guy's not going to fall down the draft boards. He said, this guy 
is going to be a day two pick, in his opinion, second or third round pick. Um, first of all, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. And second of all, if, if that's true, he's going to be a second or third round pick, uh, obviously based on his prodigious you know, natural physical gifts, would you play in this bowl game against Iowa? Do you think he has anything to gain, or would you opt out? Well, if I'm Joe Milton and that's what I'm hearing from folks, are you going to make that much of an of a uh, of an impression in this one game against a really good Iowa defense? We don't you know rip on Iowa's offense, but defensively that's a really good team. So you know I'm not too crazy about that if 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 I'm Joe Milton and and you know you're going to literally have months of workouts and combine and and it's going to just there's going to be a million chances for you to you know to go out in front of scouts and they've already seen enough film of you. Um, I, I really think that if it's not a playoff game now is that we're almost, and we may already be there, uh, you know, way back in the day, bowl games had nothing to do with the final rankings. Uh, you know, they were, they were literally an exhibition. Uh, you know, Tennessee, I believe is at least one national championship where they went undefeated and then lost in, in the bowl game. I think it was 51 Rose Bowl. I could be wrong. Um, you know, so so I think that that's the direction that we're heading back to. Uh, I I don't I I know kids want to play, um, but I I just look at it. It's like if you have a a chance to make millions down the road, you know, before you can get that contract sold, and you and you're just taking chances that you know some guy who's playing his last college football game is going to hit you in the knee, and then you never play again. So I I can't fault these kids especially if it's not a playoff game uh, situation, I can't fault them if they decide to not to play. Bear, you got something for Mark? Well, no, I was just going to say, uh, everybody, apparently Will Wade went off this morning in a press conference and pretty much just all things NCAA was, babe, if you, either if you, the, any, LSU guy? Yeah, Will Wade with his size medium shirt. But he actually makes a lot of sense when he's talking about it. It's not going to get any better. Basically, like what he says makes sense until they uh, scrap what they're currently doing, and they're going to have to at some point come to the table and have some kind of collective bargaining agreement with the players. Hey, Mark, it's great that uh, Will Wade can weigh in and be the voice of uh, moral reason here. This, I mean, I guess Jerry Tarkanian's not around anywhere, and uh, maybe Bruce Pearl was busy, but uh, Will Wade is is speaking out. That's good. You see, if if we only knew years ago that we just needed to ask Will Wade how to make the NCAA work better, had we known that, we would have saved everyone a lot of trouble. You guys are a couple of wise guys. <laughs> I I just think that the NCAA, I, I, we all love collegiate athletics. We do, but it's such a mess, and it's been that way for so long. I just have no confidence that anybody is going to go, you know, full Kennesaw Mountain Landis and say it's my way or the highway and you're all going to do it the way that I say. Everybody has their own self-interest at heart. Nobody wants to give anybody else a piece of the pie. And I think it's just going to be this way. It's been this way for decades. I see no reason to believe it's not going to continue this way for decades. Kennesaw Mountain Landis, is, is that a – 1919 Black Sox scandal reference yes, there? Yes, exactly. I just watched it on on uh, on Sling TV the other day, so that's why it, it seemed to pop into my head. But it's, it's because you need to have somebody in charge of the sport, and everybody has to fall in line. 
I mean, the SEC really did that with Mike Sly for a long time. Uh, the NFL did that for many years, with the exception of Al Davis, with Pete Rozelle. Uh, you need people like that in charge. Otherwise, you're going to have you know, way too many cooks in the kitchen and way too many people that are just trying to think about themselves. I mean, who is it? Who is that person? Well, maybe I'm being too – maybe I'm too um... – cynical about all this but yeah i just can't see the college football establishment deciding on somebody rallying around say yes we're voluntarily going to cede our power and authority to this one person there are just so many different interests in that i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe there's somebody uh that could bring people together and and that we could trust we we could put the sport in in their hands and we we could trust them but uh i don't know mark i, I have no idea who that guy is no, and it, that that person doesn't exist, and, that, and that's pretty much what it comes about. Because everybody has their own agendas. I mean, you you see what a complete cluster the the college football committee ended up being, and I think that you're going to you know see even more uh, you know cracks in that armor in the years to come. While it, you won't have a situation with a 13 and 0 Power Five conference team that gets left out again, what's going to happen when it's the fourth or fifth SEC team trying to get in that top 12? as opposed to the second-place ACC team. And then it's just going to be, that's going to be the next big argument that you get after that. So um, I, I wish there was a better way to do it. Nobody's figured out a way to do it. Nobody's figured out a way to, uh, you know, make the majority of people happy. So I, I think we're, we're kind of stuck with it. Mark, uh, do you know Tyreek Hill's status? I, I, I need him to not succumb to this ankle injury if I'm going to have any chance – in our fantasy football playoffs against Josh Ward. Yeah, what you need is them to go full Will Greer and, you know, have the horse tranquilizers that, that they're shooting into the ankle to make sure that he can play. Uh, that's that's yes. what you need. That I, I have no confidence in that uh, for you, unfortunately. Um, uh, so I, I would think that you've got to probably, you know, send a, a very stern letter to the Miami Dolphins organization to make sure that he plays. Well, my kicker, uh, Dicker, from the Chargers, got, got me a whopping three points last night. So, uh, boy, that was that was a really uh, great performance they put on. Can, can, they just build, can they build the statue of Justin Herbert now? Because what that poor guy has then been through over the past few years, and he got a lot of grief for them not winning close games, but when he's out, that doesn't even look like a USFL-XFL team. I mean, you want to talk about MVP votes and the actual most valuable player to their own team? Let's give it to Justin Herbert. I mean, they they got absolutely destroyed last night to a very mediocre uh, Las Vegas team. So, uh, boy, the, the Chargers organization. I, I'm glad I'm glad Spanos is making a lot of money uh, because there is nothing good on the on, as far as the on product for that team. They cleaned house today. They fired the GM and the coach. So. Yeah. As, and they should have they should have done that a while before. Um, obviously, I, I, I mean that that was just embarrassing. I, I was I was out last night and just kept looking at the TV every once in a while, and it's like, okay, wait, it's forty two to nothing, and they're not even done with the half. I, I mean, it was just an embarrassment. So I, if there were any actual Los Angeles Chargers fans, I would think that they'd be very upset as to what happened last night. <sighs> 
Man, that's got that's, that's a tough gig. A Los Angeles Chargers fan. Not a lot of joy there so far. All right, Mark, uh, we appreciate the time, my friend. Real quick, last thing, we'll let you out of here. Tennessee's 2024 schedule announced this week. I'm sure you're familiar with it. What do you think is a reasonable record expectation for the Vols as we go to the dawning of the age of Nico next year? I really really think that the Tennessee football program is at the point again where your floor should be 8-4. and And I know the SEC is getting tougher now with with Texas and Oklahoma coming in there. Um, But you look at that, you you figure you've got three home out-of-conference games that you're going to win. The odds are your neutral site game you're going to be favored and win. And then you've got to just split your SEC games. I think 8-4 and should be the floor for them right now. Um, I wish we saw more of Nico during the regular season to really give a, a good gauge as to what his development has been. Um, but, you know, that schedule is not as daunting as many of the other SEC teams. Uh, you know, that first game at Oklahoma, their first SEC game, that certainly won't be easy. You've got to play Georgia. You've got to play Alabama again. Only Auburn can feel Tennessee's pain when it comes to that. Um, but I, I don't see that schedule being as, as rough as, as maybe Florida's schedule. I mean, Florida, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Florida wins only three games next year, if not even less. So Tennessee Elite doesn't have a schedule like that. Uh, would hate to see that for Florida. Mark, uh, Merry Christmas to you and the family once again. I hope you get everything you asked Santa for. Thanks for coming on the show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a great day. You too, Mark. Mark Nagy, at Mark Nagy, on the Twitter machine, the X machine. He is the X Factor, ladies and gentlemen. Check him out. One of the great follows on Vault Twitter, for sure. Mark Nagy making his presence felt this afternoon. We've got one more segment headed your way. Quick timeout. We're back to wrap things up live this afternoon from Parkside Kia, right after this. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel. Ben Run Radio, the drive continues. Russell Bear and Tucker back with you live today. Parkside Kia, West Knoxville. Wrapping up the week here on Fan Run. Mark Nagy. Bear, what did you learn? He still thinks that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's not, Mark. It's not. It's not at all. What What is a Christmas movie, then? How would you define it? Uh, Emma Daughter's Jug Band Christmas is probably my first choice. A.J. Harris is in the portal. You can These act like that's of, not a Christmas movie. Well, no, I asked you to define a Christmas movie, and you just named me a random Christmas movie that you oh, like. Oh, it's no, it's it's got to be about. It's got to be. It's got to have something to do with Christmas, not just a terrorist. You know, a bunch of a bunch of krauts trying to rob bear bonds, and it just so happens that it happens on Christmas. Well, that doesn't make around it, a Christmas party. So I mean, eh, you can see just, how it's it, it's, it's ridiculous. It, about Christmas, Russ. You know, like the a Christmas movie story. Has to be about Christmas. Emma Daughter's Jug Band Christmas. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Miracle on 54th Street or whatever that one's called. Uh, 
What is that, Kyle? Miracle on, is it 37th? A.J. Harris is in the portal. He was the number three cornerback in the class of 2023, and I guess he didn't find his way onto the field for Georgia this past season. Originally from Phoenix City, Alabama. Come on down. There's room at the he, end. It's interesting. He was coached by Patrick Nix at Central High School. Played in seven games for Georgia in 2023. Had a team-high four tackles in the win over Ball State. Enrolled in January, so we went through spring drills. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's no character concerns there, I mean, that sounds like a good one, assuming that he's just buried on the depth chart and, and can't get in. Yeah, 100%. That That's that's the kind of guy you want. That That's a big one. I'd imagine that he would have a a lot of suitors out there but uh, that just came down moments ago aj harris potentially a name to watch in the portal let's get byron in here next what's up byron what's up fellas how you doing doing well how are you sir i'm good thinking about christmas movies and and what christmas is all about about our the birth of our lord right jesus is the reason for the season and there's no other movie in the history of cinema that led more people um, to faith than when The Exorcist came out. So on, New, <laughs> on Christmas Eve, we watched The Exorcist. And the scare, so, so you're going to tell me that The Exorcist is a Christmas movie. movie? Okay. That they, it, 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 it sent more people to church and more people got saved that year. When you look at the anthology <laughs> about Christianity, um, yeah, so just a beautiful Christmas story. Fellas, thank you. Wow. Did not see that one coming, <laughs> Russell. Is that true? What he said, like uh, we saw it, church attendance. And I'm going to need to look that up. Conversions or. Uh, if, if only we go. had somebody on the show that looked stuff up for us like that. He's what on I'm it. doing. I just said that. He's on it. Don't be insolent. Oh, 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 easy, boys. <laughs> I know what, the, what does insolent mean? Uh, it's funny you should ask. Tennessee opens as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over NC State tomorrow night, and the over-under is 146.5, which seems really high to me. Especially considering the news about the – I mean, I don't know about NC State, but uh, I've never seen Tennessee enjoy shooting that ball. No, so those of you who like to place a friendly wager. Hammer the under. Yeah, you might want to do it now because if a bunch of Tennessee fans do that, that number might come down quickly. Not that I've already done it. Have you talked to Haji during the show? Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if he's going to have anything on the cover boys about it tomorrow. But, um, yeah, he, he was – he was saying he was he was thinking about that too, but I mean one forty six. The the way I'd always do the quick math is like I just divide that number by two, and so that's going to be you know seventy three points per per both teams, which is a pretty high scoring game. And both I don't remember the score from the Maryland game, but that was atrocious to watch. And the I don't think you got out of the Texas 60s. Tech game. I think was we went yeah. to overtime at what forty forty two something maybe, like that. Maybe like forty nine. I know that I think Texas Tech either got to like 52 or 53. I want to say 
Tennessee Maryland was like some something in the realm of fifty six fifty five last year, which is still not high scoring. No, oh no, that's a that's it's brutal still ridiculous that, that this is allowed to happen for a game that actually counts. It's like the uh, Woodbat gimmick they do every now and again for baseball. Yeah, but at least you tell yourself those guys, it's cool to see them use that before they get into, into professional baseball. Yeah, nobody, nobody notices the actual basketball. It's not like, oh, the, the, the way that ball sounds, hit, hitting the crisp hardwood is just so nostalgic. I'll tell you what's wild oh, to hear. I saw, a, shots. I saw a video the other night on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. One of the power hitters in, in MLB, uh, they gave him one of the a college bat. Dude, he was it was like stratosphere every swing. It'd be wild right. to watch them use those things. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. If you want to chime in this afternoon on the program, we've got to get our crap moment of the week. It's brought to you as always by the fine folks over at Rogers Hydrant Services. It's time for the moment of the week. Brought to you by Rogers Hydrant Service. All right. Barry, you want to go first? Uh, I'll go second. How about that? <laughs> I didn't really have a crap moment. I'm, I'm racking my brain right now. Oh, all right. I've had a good week. Um, I, I'm going to go back to the well on one because it happened again this week. Coffee spills. Ah, I was, I'm driving to, I don't like first thing in the morning. I like a mug, man. I don't like the thermos. I agree. And I'm driving my son to the pickup line and I'm driving with my mug. Now there's no place to put a mug in a car. I hold it. I know this is stupid, but I've done it hundreds of times. Ladies and gentlemen, never had a major spill until earlier this week. I think it was Tuesday. I'm driving Going around a corner, have to throw on the brakes pretty quick. Next thing I know, just all over my lap. I, you know, I'm wearing my sweatpants. It soaks through quickly. It's not hot. It doesn't burn me. But it's in the morning, and so it quickly becomes cold. I can't really turn around. I'm already at the school, so I just have to sit there in my cold sweatpants, coffee on my legs, on my car seat. No coffee to do, just feeling like an idiot, just like a total moron, just a terrible way to start your day. Coffee spill right in the lap. The only thing that could have made it worse is if it were scalding hot. I hate that happened to you. Yeah. I feel like it would be a worse idea to say uh, eat a bowl of cereal with milk in it. <laughs> Wait, who that, was, that was Marcus. That was Marcus. Oh, my God. What an idiot. Reed's done yeah, it, too. I, John Reed? Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a known. He used to eat cereal on the way to work. I think he spills yeah. it too. Pools. Yeah. Pools. Coffee is more understandable. All right, uh, Tucker, why don't you go so Bear can get his thoughts in order? Okay. Uh, so I, I lived and learned a little bit when uh, it comes to washing comforters and the washer and dryer. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's not so much that I screwed something up. It's just the fact that it took so dang long. And I did. I started doing my laundry at like eight or nine at night, and I, I'm up. It's it's three a.m. on Tuesday, and I'm still up washing this what, thing. What took so long? It's just trying to dry it off. 
Oh, you want a, you want a pro tip? Briar. Yeah. You know what you should have done? What should I have done, Bear? You wouldn't even have to get out of your car. They've got a drive through Crown cleaners. Yeah. He's, he's not lying. No. I, just, I, got, I got all the comforters in the house, but freshly, freshly laundered and smell like a million bucks. Live and learn. You yeah, don't wash your comforter that often, do you? No, I don't. Uh, but, you know, this thing was still wet and, you know, I, I, did, I couldn't sleep in it. So that, that sucked. Yeah, that's tough. Still right. not as bad as a spill, though. All right, Bear, you got one? Uh, I mean, not really. Honest to God, I've had a fantastic week. That's why I'm in a good mood. Took Christmas off the list. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got a Friday without you guys in here bugging me. You Really? You you don't have a crap moment of the week? Nothing bad happened this week. You were pretty mad when you came in, and I immediately started accusing you of being the, the uh, guy who didn't throw away the box of donuts. Well, I mean, that was just more, I mean, that'd be a crap moment of the week. Everybody believed known liar and, and crapster upper Marcus Young. He does not have a source. I did not. Uh, thank you, Russ. I'd like to clear the air on this. That was a crap moment of the week. Yeah, I mean, I'm see, sitting now, peacefully now I, at my I, I, house. I'm choosing his crap moments for him now, too. You see what just happened, Tucker? Sitting there at my house peacefully, eating my lunch, getting ready to come in here and lay it down for three hours for the listeners and fans of the drive, and my phone starts blowing up with these, you know, completely unhinged texts from John Reed, talk sports crew. Uh, the day I take personal hygiene away. or any any kind of tips from talk sports – yeah, that'll, oh. that'll be that'll be a All day right. for those Folks, guys. The crap moment of the week is brought to you by Rogers Hydrant Service. Anything to do with the fire hydrants or the sewage maintenance? If you are a homeowner, business owner, or you work for a local government municipality, check out RogersHydrantService.com. That's RogersHydrantService.com. Want to thank Parkside Kia for having us out today. And check them out out here, 9929 Parkside Drive. Have a great weekend for Bear and Tucker. I'm Russell Smith. We'll do it again Monday right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive.